Chapter 7 Firm Belief and Perfect Reliance on Allah Allah the Exalted says in the Quran and when the believers saw the confederates, they said, This is what Allah and His Messenger had promised us. And Allah and His Messenger had spoken the truth. And it only added to their faith and to their submissiveness. And Allah also says, الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل. Those unto whom the people said, Verily, the people have gathered against you a great army, therefore fear them. But it only increased them in faith, and they said, Allah alone is sufficient for us, and He is the best disposer of affairs. So they returned with grace and bounty from Allah. No harm touched them, and they followed the good pleasure of Allah, and Allah is the owner of great bounty. And Allah also says, And put your trust in the ever-living one who dies not and glorify His praises. And Allah also says, And in Allah let the believers put their trust. And Allah also says, Then when you have taken a decision, put your trust in Allah. And Allah also says, And whosoever puts his trust in Allah, then he will suffice him. And Allah also says, the believers are only those who when Allah is mentioned feel a fear in their hearts. And when His verses are recited unto them, they increase their faith and they put their trust in their Lord. 74. Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhumah reported, Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, I was shown the past nations. I saw a prophet who had a very small group, less than 10 in total with him. Another prophet who was accompanied by only one or two men, 
and some did not have even one. Suddenly, I was shown a huge crowd and I thought that they were my ummah. But I was told, this is Musa and his people. But look towards the other side. I looked and beheld a great assemblage. I was told, these are your people. And amongst them are 70,000 who shall enter Jannah without being taken to account or torment. Then the Prophet ﷺ stood up and went into his apartment. And the companions began to guess who may be those who would enter Jannah without any accounting or torment. Some said, probably they are the ones who kept company with Allah's Messenger ﷺ. Others said, probably they are the ones who have been born as Muslims and have never associated anything with Allah in worship. Then Allah's Messenger ﷺ came out and asked, What are you discussing? So they told him. He then said, They are those who do not blow over themselves after reciting the Qur'an or some prayers and supplications, nor seek it, nor perceive omens, but keep trust in their Lord. On this, Ukasha ibn Mihsan stood up and asked, Pray to Allah to make me one of them. The Prophet ﷺ said, You are one of them. Then another man stood up and asked the same thing. The Prophet ﷺ answered, Ukasha has surpassed you. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary Number one, this hadith mentions the importance of faith in Allah, inducement for having trust in Him, and the distinction of people who have these qualities. Number two, although the practice of blowing over someone after reciting the Qur'an or supplications of the Prophet ﷺ and medical treatment are permissible, but they who avoid them because of their extreme trust in Allah and save themselves from a bad omen, enjoy a distinguished position. Number three, the conditions of various communities were shown to the Prophet ﷺ in dreams. For the dreams of the prophets reflect the truth or by means of revelation, or he had witnessed them in the event of Isra, the night journey of the Prophet ﷺ. And number four, the followers of the Prophet ﷺ exceed the followers of other prophets in number. 75. Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma reported that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to supplicate, O Allah, to you I have submitted and in you do I believe and in you I put my trust. To you do I turn and for you I argued. O oh Allah, I seek refuge with you through your power. There is none worthy of worship except you alone, that you safeguard me against going astray. You are the ever-living, the one who sustains and protects all that exists, the one who never dies, whereas human beings and jinn will all die. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim.
76. Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma said, when the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam was thrown into the fire, he said, Allah alone is sufficient for us and he is the best disposer of affairs. So did the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Muhammad, when he was told a great army of the pagans had gathered against him, so fear them. But this warning only increased him and the other Muslims in faith, and they said, Allah alone is sufficient for us, and he is the best disposer of affairs for us. Collected by Al-Bukhari. Commentary. Even in the worst circumstances, one should always have faith and trust in Allah. 77. Abu Huraira, radiyallahu anhu, reported, the Prophet said, A group of people, both men and women, whose hearts will be like the hearts of birds, will enter Jannah. Collected by Muslim. It has been interpreted that such people are those who put their trust in Allah, while another interpretation is that these people are tender-hearted. Commentary 1. Excellence of trust in Allah and kindness of the heart are most valuable qualities because both of them are means to enter Jannah. 2. One should not worry much about one's food and means of subsistence. In fact, people should have hearts like birds who do not keep anything in reserve and go out every morning in search of food returning to their nests fully satisfied. This advice is repeated in another hadith to the effect that when birds leave their nests in the morning, they are hungry. But when they come back, their stomachs are full and they do not need any more food. 78. Jabir radiyallahu anhu reported, I went on an expedition along with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the direction of Najd. When Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam returned, I also returned with him. Then the midday sleep overtook us in a valley full of prickly shrubs. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam got down and the people scattered around seeking shade under the trees. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam hung up his sword on the branch of a tree. We were enjoying a sleep when Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam called us and lo, there was a desert Arab Bedouin near him. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, This man brandished my sword over me while I was asleep. I woke up and saw it in his hand unsheathed. He asked, Who will protect you from me? I replied, Allah three times. He did not punish him and sat down. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. In another narration, Jabir radiallahu anhu said, We accompanied Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the campaign of that al-Raqa'ah. We left Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam to take rest under a shady tree. 
one of the polytheists came to him. The sword of Allah's Messenger وسلم, was hanging on a tree. He drew it and said, Are you afraid of me? Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, No. Then he said, Who will protect you from me? Allah's Messenger وسلم, replied, Allah. And in another narration of Abu Bakr al-Ismaili, the polytheist asked, Who will protect you from me? Allah's Messenger وسلم, replied, Allah. As soon as he said this, the sword fell down from his hand. And Allah's Messenger وسلم, catching the sword asked him, Who will protect you from me? He said, Please forgive me. Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, On condition, you testify that there is none worthy of worship but Allah, and that I am His Messenger. He said, No, but I promise you that I shall not fight against you, nor shall I be with those who fight against you. The Prophet وسلم, let him go. He then went back to his companions and said, I have come to you from one of the best of mankind. Commentary Besides the Prophet's habit of pardoning and gracious attitude, this hadith mentions his utmost trust in Allah. It tells that one who has trust in Allah is helped by him. Later on, the Bedouin mentioned in the hadith embraced Islam. In the battle of Dhatul Riqa'ah, which took place in the sixth year of the Hijrah, due to intense heat and lack of footwear, the companions of the Prophet وسلم, wrapped their feet with pieces of cloth, and for this reason, it was called the War of Patches of Cloth. Some scholars have also given a different reason for the name. 79. who said, I heard Allah's Messenger وسلم, saying, If you all depend on Allah with due reliance, He would certainly give you provision as He gives it to birds who go forth hungry in the morning and return with full belly at dusk. Collected by a tirmidhi Commentary Trust in Allah does not mean that one should not give any importance to material resources. What it really means is that along with their due importance, one should have full trust in Allah. Without His will, material resources are of no avail. But nevertheless, it is necessary to have material resources because their procurement is also ordained by Him. Birds do not keep sitting in their nests for food but fly out in search of it. 80. Al-Bara ibn Azib radiyallahu anhuma reported, The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked me to recite whenever I go to bed, O Allah, I have submitted myself to you. I have turned my face to you, entrusted my affairs to you and committed my back to you out of desire for you and fear of you. 
expecting your reward and fearing your punishment. There is no refuge and no place of safety from you, but with you. I believe in the book you have revealed and in the prophet you have sent. The messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that if anyone recited these words and died that night, he would die in the true religion. In case he remains alive till morning, he will obtain good. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. While in another narration it states, He reported the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as saying, If you go to bed, perform the salah wudu, lie down on your right side, and say the previously mentioned dua, and let these words be your last. Commentary. It is better to make wudu before going to sleep. Similarly, it is also meritorious to recite the invocation mentioned in the hadith before one goes to bed because it is a prayer for the renewal of Islam and faith and a request for granting of peace and security. 81. Abu Bakr is Siddiq radiyallahu anhu said, when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and I were in the cave of Thawr and I saw the feet of the polytheists who were above us at the mouth of the cave, on the eve of the immigration, I submitted. O Messenger of Allah, if one of them were to look down below his feet, he would see us. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, O Abu Bakr, what do you think of two whose third is Allah? Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary. This incident occurred when the Prophet wasallam was emigrating from Mecca to Al-Madinah with Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. The disbelievers had announced a huge reward for their arrest, so people were eagerly searching for them. In the course of their search, some of them reached the mouth of the cave of Thawr, where the Prophet ﷺ and Abu Bakr anhu were staying for refuge and rest. This hadith describes the valor, fearlessness, and unlimited confidence and trust of the Prophet ﷺ in Allah. It also indicates how Allah helps his favorites. 82. Um Salama. Radiyallahu anha reported, Whenever the Prophet وسلم, stepped out of his house, he would say, I go forth with the name of Allah. I trust in Allah. O Allah, I seek refuge in you from leaving or being led astray or against slipping or being caused to slip or doing injustice or being done injustice, or doing wrong, or having wrong done to me. Collected by Abu Dawood and Ittirmidhi. 83. Anas radiyallahu anhu reported, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, whoever says upon leaving his house, I begin with the name of Allah, I trust in Allah, there is no altering of conditions but 
by the power of Allah, it will be said to him, you are guided, defended, and protected. The devil will go far away from him. Collected by Abu Dawood, At-Tirmidhi, and An-Nisa'i. While in a version collected by Abu Dawood, it states, One devil will say to the other, How can you deal with a man who has been guided, defended, and protected? Commentary The prayer quoted in this hadith shows the importance of confidence and trust in Allah and the request for security against the mischief of Satan. 84. Anas radiyallahu anhu reported, There were two brothers in the days of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One of them used to attend the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam's circle to acquire knowledge, and the other used to earn their living. Once, the latter complained to the Prophet ﷺ against the former for not earning his living. He ﷺ replied, Perhaps you are being provided because of him. Collected by Ittirmidhi. Commentary This hadith evidently shows that it is permissible and desirable to devote oneself or make someone else to devote himself for religious knowledge. Such students of religious knowledge should not be considered a burden. Similarly, one should also not ignore those students and scholars who are devoted to such knowledge because Allah makes their help a means of increasing the donor's sources of subsistence.